Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast and I'm Susie Shaw. If you're new to our podcast, bariatric eating is more than just talk. We support nearly a million post-ops in our Facebook-based support groups, which you can join if you like after you listen. I'll tell you where to find us at the end. We've created the most successful plan for bariatric regain on the planet. There's not a doctor's program or hospital plan or anyone who has addressed regain and the regain crisis with anywhere near our success rate. Thousands of people have used our inspired diet along with our help and our support to take their lives back even when it seemed like things were hopeless. Those who help you in our groups are post-ops. We've had regain, so we know how it feels, but we've also lost that regain, and we can help you find your way back into those smaller clothes that are in your closet. We have specific tools for you. We will help you set goals, create food lists. We even have meals for you to eat with uh, lots of delicious recipes. We even have our own product line. So we go beyond just ideas, and we actually help you in real time with real tools. Our support is made up of people who are just like me. And collectively, we've spent the past 20 years helping post-ops lose regain and learn to change their habits so the weight stays off for good. And I'm pretty sure we can help you too. So let's get started. So we get it. We've said it a dozen times, but um, we're doing this because we're post-ops first, and we felt the need to spread the word about what it's really like out there after you've had weight loss surgery. And the truth really is that weight loss is a huge undertaking, and it's often kind of overwhelming the first time. Add a regain in there, and it's just almost too much to bear and like wrap your head around. There's just so much info info out there in the world and it's very, very confusing. But if you've been following along so far on our website and here with our podcast, you're already armed with all sorts of ways to get back on track and have real resources that are tucked away in your mind and maybe up your sleeve or whatever that are going to actually help you do this. But if you haven't been following us and if you're new, that's okay too. You can pick up right here today and go back later and listen. I'll actually even point out specific episodes today that will help you um, along the way. So I've been thinking about the best way to present all of this information that I have today. It's a little bit of a um, a mixed bag, and it's real-life tips that will help you day-to-day to keep that fire and that focus you've been building on as you move down your weight loss surgery path towards goal and eventually maintenance. Now, you may want to grab like a pen and paper to take notes while you listen today because I think you'll want to keep these handy. We're going to separate this to help you do that into kind of two parts. The first is going to be a collection of tips that will help you in more of a general sense, no matter where you are in your journey. So I want to start there. The first one is that overeating is a habit. And like any habit, it can be, it can be hard, but it can absolutely be overcome. If you make the choice to do it, you can do it. And we'll help you too. In fact, we've talked about this at length and why regain is so hard to overcome and why it's so common. Even before people figure out how to lose their regain, they point to habits as being the reason we regain. And we've all said that, you know, I, I, I went back to my old habits and now I have a regain. If you need a little bit more help with this specifically, episodes 18, 19, and 20 go over this at length about habits. Um, and I know that's a lot to listen to because it is three episodes, but they really build on the concept of habits and they provide actual tools for you to actually overcome the habit and create some new ones. Number two, move forward with your regain weight loss one meal at a time, one day at a time, one hour at a time. And we have to take it one step at a time and build that momentum that we've talked about. We're talking about baby steps here. One change at a time. You cannot fail if you stick with it. 
but it's going to take you breaking it down a little bit one step at a time. And we've said it over and over and over again. It's sticking with the plan with consistency over a long period of time that gets you to the goal that you want to be at. And that consistency is what keeps you there. You can do this. Just focus on what's happening now and avoid that destination addiction that we talked about in episode 11. It's actually a really important one to listen to if you haven't in a while. I would recommend that after this one. Number three, no crash dieting, no fad diet. There aren't any more easy buttons. Diet pills aren't going to help you or whatever you think will help you speed things up. Don't do it. You have to learn a new way to approach eating. It's absolutely useless for you to go on a crash or a fad diet, take diet pills or appetite suppressants of any time. You already had weight loss surgery. That's the ultimate weight loss tool that's out there. There's nothing out there better than that. And frankly speaking, it's time for you to learn how to live with that surgery instead of focusing on how to lose weight. Our Inspire Diet Plan will guide you into that exact bariatric lifestyle that you've been missing this whole time, the one where you blend in a high-protein, low-carb way of eating that ensures that you will learn how to eat for life without needing an app to figure out what to eat for dinner or a Pinterest board full of recipes to keep you on track. You'll actually know how to build an on-track meal out of anything that's in your fridge or in a restaurant or on a menu or anywhere because our plan trains you to do just that. Number five, you have to control your, ingre- your environment. Don't surround yourself with temptation by buying cookies and candies for the kids or for your husband or whatever you tell yourself. We go over this almost in every single episode, and it's time to start telling yourself the truth. Otherwise, you wouldn't be fighting the cravings that you have. And I know that you have them because I have them too. It's really hard. We know you feel like it's a food addiction that's causing these issues. So if you really think that you're struggling with a food addiction, get some help. Take some action on what you're doing, and that starts with controlling your environment. Remember, no temptation means no problem, right? You can't work on this unless you start controlling what's around you. Number six, learn how to tell the truth. We are constantly playing games with ourselves, and a lot of us can be in serious denial about why we were heavy in the first place or why we're not losing weight, why we're stalled, why we're regained, whatever. I know that's harsh. I know it stings a little bit, but it's the truth, and I can promise you those are things that I used to tell myself too. If you've ever said that your knees were the reason you gained 25 pounds, that you don't eat a lot, or that your medication made you eat when you weren't hungry, that's an excuse. And yeah, it might be true, but the bottom of that story is that you didn't want to deal with the inability to exercise or the hunger your medication caused. While you weren't chewing, you were drinking a lot of calories thanks to your inability to tolerate artificial sweeteners, so you were getting full sugar drinks. It's a lot of calories, and they add up quick. While you may have wanted to make a better choice, the fact is that your habits failed you because you let them. And that's okay. It happens. The whole point of all of this isn't about being perfect. Our website, our plan, our Inspire Diet Plan, our support group, and even these podcasts are here to help you learn how to do it differently so that when those knees act up and when you prescribe steroids again, when you're in a drive through whatever, you can get through it without gaining weight. It's possible. I'm proof of that. I, I, I overcame a lot of significant things. And my first step to overcoming those things was to tell myself the truth, that I really did eat a lot. And that while I may not be chewing a lot, I was drinking a lot. And that while my back hurts, there were other things that I could do. I had a lot of excuses. But it took me admitting what was really at the root of the issue, and that was me and my lies that I was telling myself. 
that was the case. And I know that's true for a lot of my friends who've had weight loss surgery and a lot of the people in our support groups. We tell ourselves things to make ourselves feel better, but it really just boils down to being another excuse that we use. But we can help you get through that, and we can help you take that responsibility that you need to change. And you can get to the spot where your good choices are the norm and not the exception. And we want you to get there. No skipping meals, no counting calories. Your body needs fuel. Don't think that you can speed up your weight loss by skipping meals. It'll only cause you to overeat later on. So you have to use your pouch or your sleeve. Use your band to help you eat less. Listen to those stop signals. We talked about those in another episode. But that's the same with the calorie counting thing. It, it's, um, it's why the Inspire Diet works and why it's so different. It teaches you how to build everyday meals every day. No counting needed. No drastic measures like skipping meals and going without food. Um, you don't even have to be hunger, hungry on there. There's snacks you can have on it. You can't go through life with a measuring cup and a food scale in your hands at all times. You have to learn how to eat the right foods in the right amounts. And that's where your surgery comes in. It's a tool to help you to control your portions. If you've been struggling with portion sizes and hunger, listen to episode 17. It has a really fantastic way to teach you how to listen to your hunger and your satisfaction signals so that you don't overeat and that you don't undereat without counting. Number eight no excuses. You can stick to the program and successfully lose weight no matter where you're home, if you're in um, a social situation at work or at school. I I know it's hard and life always isn't going to be easy and smooth. And no one's saying that you're going to float to goal because you decided you'd get there. But the excuses you make today are what's going to present your progress tomorrow. No more excuses. Own your choices. Take responsibility and be honest about them. If you go off plan, don't blame others. Consider that there's no blame needed even. If you make a choice to eat something, own it and move on immediately. Don't wait till tomorrow. Learn from your actions. Don't be a victim to them. Stick to the plan and the plan will work. That's a pretty simple one. The plan's been working for people for about 20 years so far. There's no reason it won't work for you too if you work the plan. You can't cheat the plan and expect it to work. You can do this if you stick with it. You have to understand, too, number 10, maintenance and understanding how maintenance works is important. Once you lose the weight with the Inspire diet or even with your original surgeries diet, you don't need another plan to keep the weight off. You don't work back in the foods that you worked so hard to get out of your diet while you were losing weight. Those foods were problematic for you. You're going to have to eat the same low-carb, high-protein meals to keep the weight off that you ate to get the weight off. Now, that sounds kind of weird. Um, and yeah, you're going to have a little bit more flexibility. You'll be able to add a bit of cheese and avocado to your salad a lot more often. You'll even be able to have a couple no-sugar-added cocktails if you want to when you're at a party with friends. But the majority of your meals will be low-carb, high-protein, low-fat. And yeah, sadly, you're still going to need to exercise. And you're going to need to weigh yourself regularly to keep yourself accountable to you. We have an article on our website about how to use the scale properly without being a slave to it. Um, And what happens when you get to goal. um, There's two, two separate articles. But I'll tell you where to find both of them at the end of the episode. So um, that brings us to the second half of this. And this is about just helpful hints that will help you on the Inspire Diet specifically. And number one, we've already kind of covered, it's not to count calories. Do not count calories. We did the math for you already. We also know that if you had a 
understanding of how calories worked, you wouldn't have needed weight loss surgery to begin with because calorie counting would have worked before you had to have your stomach mostly removed. It's also important to note about calories that while on the surface it makes sense, 200 calories of cake is never a substitute for a 200 calorie plate of salmon with a side salad. You can't bargain with the diet by making trades like that. Follow it the way it's written and enjoy the stress-free aspect of dieting with no math needed. Number two, weigh and measure your food carefully. Even though we aren't tracking calories, measuring our food keeps us in check. It helps us keep our portions on point and understand, and helps us to understand what a balanced meal actually looks like visually. But eyeballing your food is not going to be an effective tool for long-term weight maintenance or weight loss. You'll actually be amazed when you start measuring how much more will be on your plate than when you didn't measure your portion. A lot of people actually don't realize how much a cup or a half cup really is. So that's why measuring helps. The flip side to that, too, when you measure things, um, the plant's also about a very specific kind of nutrition. You need a specific amount of food, minerals, fiber, protein, fats, and even carbs. Measuring makes sure that you get that. Because, again, as we said above, we did the math on the Inspired Diet. It's nutritionally sound if you follow it the way it's written. Number three, carry your before picture with you and that map that you created when you listened to episodes one, two, and three with you at all times. And that was one of the tips that we actually gave in those episodes. You're the best source of motivation and inspiration for your journey, whether you want to admit it or not. Remember, no one is coming to save you. We talked about it in our episode number 15. You have to stay focused because this was your choice. So arm yourself and mod- with your best tool, and that's you, You're an inspiration. You really are. Number four. This one's hard for a lot of people. Weigh yourself daily. Your weight can fluctuate daily for a lot of reasons, and I know it's frustrating, but it's that weekly average of weight loss that's more important than the day-to-day numbers. Be sure to weigh yourself at the same time every day on the same scale under the same conditions. At the end of the week, take that average of those those weights, and that's what your, your weight loss actually is. But Weighing daily is going to help to teach you how your body fluctuates, and that's going to be the key to your ability to stick with the term, stick with the diet long term, and stick with maintenance. How you're going to keep it off long term? We have an article. I already mentioned it, but I'm going to link it um, on our website about how to do this and and different things that could impact your body. It's actually pretty interesting. Number five: Take advantage of the free foods that are allowed on our diet plan. There's no need on our plan to be hungry. Look at the plan and keep it handy. Keep, save it to your phone so that you always have it. But you can always add veggies and even some small amounts of fruit to your meals. You can have a small dish of berries as dessert to look forward at the end of the day if you need to. But there's something on there that you can have so you don't have to be miserable or hungry or having cravings. If you're truly hungry, you can have something on plan if you stick with the plan. Number six. Be aware that you're learning new eating habits. Even away from home, at a friend's house, on vacation, it's truly possible to follow this diet plan in any restaurant, in any home, anywhere in the world. It's protein and a vegetable that makes a meal. You don't need fancy recipes or crazy ingredients to stay on track. You can get protein and vegetable anywhere if you really want to choose to eat that. And that's the difference. It's your choice. You can pick whatever you like. But understand that your choices are going to make or break you. Number seven, 
Do not allow friends or family or whoever to give you permission to deviate from your diet plan. We call them food pushers. But the fact is they don't know your goals. They don't know how you've struggled to stay on plan so far or how hard it was for you to even get started. They also don't need to know. They don't need to know your struggle. They don't need an, um, an education about surgery or why low carb is important. They don't need to understand. This is your journey, not theirs. So be firm, but be really kind and pleasant when you say no thank you. Don't make it look like it's a, it's a death sentence or a punishment because it's not. We've got a few articles on our website with tips on how to deal with that specifically. Um, they'll help you arm, arm yourself with some like things to say, to say and how to approach the situation. But ultimately, you have to remember that you're the one who decided you want to lose weight. You don't have to be perfect. You can choose to stay on plan, to go off it, to have a bite or whatever, but you have to own that choice. Don't allow a food pusher to become your excuse as to why you not only went off plan one time, but stayed off long enough to totally backtrack your progress. Because that's actually what happens when we allow someone else to decide if we eat food, when a food pusher is around. We feel a little bit of guilt. And then we make um, a really odd choice to just forget the plan for the rest of the day and say, we'll get back on track tomorrow, instead of just owning the choice and moving on with a better choice the next meal. Number eight, follow the diet honestly. We sort of touched on this before already, but the key to successful weight loss is consistently following the plan. You, you have to be honest about your actions as well as your intentions. Don't cheat yourself so you can cheat your plan. Be honest with yourself about what you want, what you do, the choices you make along the way. All of that matters. Number nine, think before you eat. When you're tempted to binge or eat because of emotions and stress, just stop for a minute and count to 10. Look at your before picture in your map from the first three episodes. You're the one that picked this goal. You picked the diet. Remember your reasons for wanting to do this. Decide what you want and if you can redirect somehow with an action that won't make you feel guilty in an hour. It's not easy. I wish I could tell you it was. But you can do this. Like we talked about in episode eight, you make the choice, you make the call. Number 10, and this is ultimately the most important thing, be patient. This is going to take some time. We're here for you every single step of the way, every single baby step, every single half step even. Do not give in. Do not give up. Come join us on Facebook and we can give you some daily accountability. We actually have two threads in our Facebook groups that will um, give you a place to chime in with people who are on the diet plan, who, aren't, who are maintaining, who are just marching along with you. We can help you get through this. I know we can. So with that, I'm going to close here and thank you so much for listening. I also want you to take my words to heart. Think about what I said today. My words can help. Um, I also want, like I said before, come join us on Facebook. Like I said, we're going to hold your hand and help you through this every single step of the way. We're also on our website, um, www.bariatriceating.com. Once you're there, you can do a keyword search for podcasts, and you'll actually find all the episodes listed with show notes for every single one. For this episode specifically, I'm going to have a link to our diet plan. I mentioned it a lot. But if you're ready to lose that regain, we've got the way to do it. It's been proven to work. Our Facebook support groups are also going to be linked. I'll have an article about how to use the scale as a tool and stop letting it rule your day and your mood. How to deal specifically with food pushers, what to do with those. 
an article on there that um, I actually really like. It's called Living Food Versus Dead Food. It helps break down why the choices on our plates are bigger than just calories, carbs, and fats. It's really kind of interesting. What happens at goal, and that's like the details on what you need to do once you've lost your regain or get to goal for the first time so that you don't have to lose weight again. And an article that compares two very different plates of food that two different post-ops ate and breaks down why some foods just aren't quite right for everyday use, despite them being on the list that you may have from your nutritionist or your doctor. And just to remind you, we aren't just talk. Over the past 20 years, we've helped more post-ops thrive after surgery and keep the weight off. And we can help you too. We really want to help you. So please come check out our website. It's www.bariatriceating.com. Like I said, there's a ton of information that you need there right now. Don't forget to review and subscribe to our podcast so you're always updated as soon as episodes are available. And please, if you enjoyed today's episode, pass it on to someone you think may also find it helpful. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you soon.